This is your Rigsby Report for the week of January 22nd. And of course, every Rigsby Report is brought to you by our good friends at Coltman Farms Racing. Typically, when I do a sponsor plug, I, I sponsor the business, right? You're going to talk about the business a little bit. But the folks at Coltman Farms, Tanya and everybody said, no, we want to talk about the racing team and kind of the commitment that the racing team is making to the sport. Coltman is owned and operated by Brett Coltman. It's based out of Maysville, Georgia. David McCoy and Ethan Dotson, who's already off to a great start at Volusia, led some laps there earlier. They're going to pilot the Coltman Farms cars this year. They also sponsor Brandon Shepard, Ricky Thornton Jr., and many others. And I mean it when I say this. I really can't say enough about Brett and Tanya and everybody. One thing I love about Brett is he has this saying, and he's so right about it. We've got to make heroes out of our drivers, and we want our drivers to be people that kids and other people in the industry look up to. And he said that to me, and I thought it was really profound and I wanted to share that on my sponsor plug as we head into this. Um, you know, this is big for Brett to make sure our sport is viewed in the right way. And I love what he's doing with the racing teams. And I love his support of short track racing. You can visit them on their Facebook page at facebook.com slash Coltman Farms Racing. Thank you to Brett and Tanya and everybody over there. I wanted to hit a podcast prior to the start of Speed Weeks. Of course, we have our video cast preview as well. Please check that out, the video cast preview on both Flow Racing and Dirt on Dirt. There is tons of amazing Speed Weeks info in there. I always really brag on our video cast, and I really mean that. If you're someone who loves dirt late model racing like I do, you've got to go watch the, the video cast preview because I always joke, listen, I'm a huge Duke basketball fan, but there's really not a lot of places to get great Duke basketball content. There's just not. But there is for Dirt Late Models, like our Speed Weeks video cast preview. It is nutso informative. You see these incredible shots that we've got now. Check that out as you prep for the next month in Georgia and Florida. I think you're going to watch it and think, oh, wow, I actually really learned a lot, and I'm really ready for this month-long grind to begin. Speaking of Speed Weeks, there's likely some of you are thinking, wait a minute, Rigsby, it, it already started at Volusia. Sort of. Uh, there's a debate in the Dirt on Dirt and Flow offices. Do we consider the first Volusia, Volusia 1.0, we call it as Speed Weeks? Sort of yes, sort of no, but for the purposes of our intense coverage, we're going to go Golden Isles 1.0, which starts this week, all the way through Volusia 2.0, which ends the day before the Daytona 500. And when Daytona comes, that's sort of the end of Speed Weeks to us. So Volusia, again, before Golden Isles, and the second Golden Isles, which is after the second Volusia, those are kind of the periphery Speed Weeks races we focus on the meet in the middle. That What's to me that night after night racing starts? That every single night, that's when things really ramp up leading up to the Daytona 500. So our drive home, our Speed Weeks minutes, our race day reports, and all that stuff, we kick that off then. So I wanted to share some stop, uh, thoughts with you and top storylines as I get ready to kick off my 17th year, 17 of Speed Weeks coverage. Let's start with the East Bay finale. Yes, I know Lucas Oil has a race scheduled at October in East Bay that will be the track's final event ever. But East Bay in February, that is that's that's what East Bay is to me. That's the essence of the of the place. That's the essence of the piece of dirt late model racing, February and East Bay. October's gonna be cool, but this racetrack just south of Tampa that has really helped shape and define and curate the entire month of February for our sport since 1978. I don't want to discount Volusia. I'll have more on that later. But East Bay is and was late models 
in the wintertime, right? It's that wet and tacky, mud-slinging third mile that kind of captivated the hearts and minds of our entire industry. And for so many years now, the eyes of the dirt late model world spent an entire week focused here in February. And now, after these six upcoming February shows, that's gone forever. There will be no more winter nationals at East Bay. So every night becomes the last something. Final Monday of East Bay Winter Nationals. Final Tuesday. Final Wednesday. And it will make it to me just the number one dominant storyline of Speed Weeks is going to be those six nights. Now, we are coming back in October, but for the first time, uh, for the final time, East Bay rides when the rest of the country is buried at home in snow and cold. And again, with all due respect to Volusia, East Bay defined late model racing in Florida in February, and to me, there will just be no replacing it. So that gets to my next topic. Is there an East Bay replacement in the cards? Technically not yet. We don't know the exact plans for Lucas Oil in Florida in February in 2025, but something to keep an eye on. I know there's an awful lot of work being done at Ocala, the racetrack in Ocala, Florida, both in brand and for the actual facility. The former Bubba Raceway Park is now rebranded Ocala Speedway, very slick-looking logo here. And I have personally talked to Bubba himself, and he's told me an enormous amount of work has been done to the racetrack to get that crown and that shelf out of turns one and two. We will see how this year's two dates go. And I had kind of considered it a bit of an audition, but you can really feel the pieces coming together for the new Ocala Speedway to maybe get that expanded week next year and that first crack at replacing East Bay. My next topic, Ricky Bobby. Not not the Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights, but Ricky Thornton Jr. and Bobby Pierce. I don't think there's any debate about who the two best drivers in the country are coming into 2024. RTJ and Bobby. And I don't really think I would accept any answers other than those two. Now, we're going to see what happens after Speed Weeks, but heading in, those are clearly the two best. So I'm kind of pumped at the thought of this all-out war between the two drivers for 20-plus races in Georgia and Florida, wheel-to-wheel, over and over. But unfortunately, it looks like we're only going to get it about nine or so nights. In total, there's 24 to 26 Georgia and Florida races in January and February. Ricky's running all of them, literally all 24. Two of them he can't run. They're at Screvin at the Winter Freeze for the Southern All-Stars. Bobby, after already getting six races in at the Wild West Shootout, he, of course, had a great start there. He's only going to run Volusia 1.0 and 2.0, which is would have been nine after the rainout is eight total. So it's not like eight head-to-head showdowns isn't a lot, but I, I wanted 20-plus just wars across different racetracks, across the state of Florida and Georgia, showdowns at Volusia and Ocala and Alltech wishful thinking, uh, but it's not very often you have two guys coming off seasons like they just had who appear to be just as white hot. And I wanted a three and a half week all out assault for those two was what I wanted. I wanted to see if that momentum would carry over from 2023 to 2024. Who's got the upper hand? Is it 20 RT or is it 32? I can live with eight head-to-head races, but I'd really like to talk Bobby Pearson to running a little bit of East Bay. I think he's going to New Zealand though. I think he's doing some super saloon stuff in between. Talk about a crazy schedule. So I can live with eight, but I was wanting a lot more. Uh, I think for the most part, we know what drivers at this point are running what national tours. But I'm telling you right now, I am hearing some some crazy stuff behind the scenes that leads me to believe we might not know who's fully doing what national tour until Speed Weeks is over. 
And maybe not until that weekend in March when Lucas Oil and the World of Outlaws are racing, and I wish they wouldn't do this, on the exact same weekend in March. We might not know till then. I know certain public commitments have been made to both tours, but until you get down to speed weeks, you'd ever really know what these guys are up to. Sponsors telling guys at the last minute, and I know this is going on right now, hey, go run this series and we'll do XYZ for you. That jockeying is still happening on January 22nd, and the season technically has started for one of the national tours. All I'm saying is don't book anything until we get through the next three weeks. I think there could be some flip-flops. Let's finish on some quick hitters. Some good rookies to choose from this year on both tours. You got Cody Overton on the World of Outlaws, Tony Jackson Jr. on the Lucas Oil side. But if I had to pick the guys I'm most excited about, 16-year-old Tristan Chamberlain, who's got this similar mash-it style as his father, Dwayne. It'll be a tall order to make the whole year for him, but we'll see how things go starting at Volusia. Obviously, he just missed both of those first couple of Sunshine National shows. He's got six more cracks coming up here at Volusia. We'll see how that goes. Uh, see how that goes, I should say. Gold Niles has got a new promoter in Steve Stevenson, the Illinois native, now a Georgia promoter, great businessman, gets a taste of Southern promoting Hopefully all six of his events between Gold Niles 1.0 and 2.0 go well. You know, I interviewed Dalton Wilson a lot last year at Speed Weeks because he was in the top 10 a lot. We typically interview the top 10. I make this prediction. Dalton Wilson is going to win at least one night of Speed Weeks. Book that right now. The Fayetteville, North Carolina driver has just been too close. The guy's going to get to victory lane during Georgia or Florida. I mentioned above, we don't know what drivers are doing exactly what yet. That includes Jonathan Davenport. You see his schedule here. He only has the Lucas races on it right now. It was only Golden Isles 1.0 until a couple days ago. JD is kind of notorious for not really loving to be a tour guy, but something inside me tells me he's going to run the Lucas Oil Tour this year. Call it a hunch. I think the three-time Lucas Oil champ does it one more time at least and runs that entire season I tipped my hat to Volusia earlier, gave him, gave him the old hat nod, and I want to say it again, just because East Bay is going away, let's not forget the other Florida staple since the 1970s, because it's not going anywhere. Volusia began its Speed Week's journey all the way back in 1972, 10 years before I was born, and it really is just a much of part of Florida and an icon in Florida is East Bay is, and part of the reason I wanted to shout them out is, yes, they're still going to be around next year, and East Bay's not, but how much Brian Carter and World Racing Group have have done to improve this place. When you're driving up, it's either a state or a national route. I think it's State Route 40. It really is impressive looking. It's rising out of the ground there. I didn't really want to end the podcast without giving Volusia its proper due, a facility that went from okay to good to now spectacular in the near Daytona vibe just for six days makes it so, so much more special. I wanted to really call out Volusia and Brian for all they've done. Again, don't forget to stay so in tune with both Flow Racing and DirtOnDirt.com over the next month. We will have every inch of Georgia and Florida covered from start to finish. And uh, it's, this is the only place to be. If you want late model content and really live racing from USAC, Short Track Super Series, NASCAR Grassroots, Drag Racing, we've got it all at Flow. So please keep it locked here all the way through February 24th. That was your Coltman Farms Rigsby Report for the week of January 22nd. See you at Gold Niles on Thursday.